open documentation part? Hmm. Is that the way we go then? Uh, no. Just remember the thing about the building. I know. But a lot of the, the work in the class is documenting buildings. Hmm. I guess we should just say we're going to see that. Um. When we get closer, or it can just get um, closer. I can. Oh, come here.
so I don't know if that was discomfort to the point of uh, uh, really bothering me, except in a kind of background fashion. You know, it didn't mean that I was so uncomfortable that I didn't want to teach here. I wasn't so uncomfortable that I felt strange working with my students when I was with them or anything like that. But I uh, was also uh, in possession of knowledge that uh, certain professors had made advances on their female students. And uh, so I was just like, well, in that case, people are going to be looking at me, and I need to demonstrate my best behavior at all times. Uh, at all times, not that I had the inclination not to be on my best behavior. That was never a question. But um, I just wondered, you know, are people watching me and wondering, thinking about this issue? And so. Uh, Uncomfortable, I guess uh, you could say, just based on that feeling about driving onto the campus. Here it is, this place that's not like other places that I know in the world when I'm out living my normal life, where men and women are, are always together. You know, it's, it just seemed a little strange to me. That's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> <coughs> Okay. Um, was there much of a male presence on campus, like boyfriends, teachers, faculty, administrators? Um, well, I don't. I haven't checked the demographics of uh, in the faculty population now compared to then. I can't say that it seems any different to me noticeably as to whether more whether there are more men and women on the faculty now than there were then in, in different proportions and balances. Um, yes, that was, there. the uh, the other uh, male uh, presences on the campus were the faculty members, but there were also, back then, something called custom men. And I, the custom men were the uh, people who were assigned to do um, the facilities maintenance work, the cleaning up, the, the plumbing, the carrying boxes from one place to another. Those were the custom men, and, and um, they were uh, usually rather young, probably about the same age as the females, as the female students, maybe in the upper range, in the, in the senior, junior uh, age range. So there was also um, that presence. Um, and then some of, the, uh, some of the students did have boyfriends visiting them on campus. <coughs> so you'd see boys, men on the campus uh, now and then. There weren't any, as far as I knew, any major restrictions or policies against having them there. I don't exactly know what the dorm rules were or anything like that. I was never, you know, given that information. It didn't really have to do with me coming in and give piano lessons. So, um, but um, 
impression was that, that things did go on. Um, so did I answer that question? Yes. When you said that things did go on, do you mean with the custom? Well, yes. There was a, uh, there was a song that some of the girls sang. Do you mind if I call them girls on, on record? That's fine. That's what they were called then. <laughs> <laughs> they were goucher girls is what they were. And um, uh, there was a song that they sang that was kind of a, it uh, wasn't a school song, but some of the students would, um, uh, were describing Goucher life in this song. And uh, the uh, custom men were mentioned in a way that meant that there was some relation going on between some of them and some of the girls. So. Um, what was the college like as an all-female college? I'm not sure what that question means. Um, in what regards do you mean? Sociologically, um, academically, um, the general atmosphere, uh, what yeah. do you mean? All of that. <coughs> Well, back then, I, you know, I had uh, just a small number of kind of students. I wasn't teaching any classes. I didn't do any classroom teaching, so I didn't know that many of the students in the way that I do now. I can get through a week and have like seven, five people go in front of me <coughs> because I'm giving lessons and I'm teaching classroom courses, sometimes four in a day, uh, you know, with enrollments up to 30 students in some of them. And, um, but um, I don't know. I saw a lot of, um, I saw a lot of camaraderie, a lot of friendships going on among the students. Academically, that's the sociologically, you know, socially speaking. Um, academically, I don't know. I, I guess in a way, I'm not really strongly qualified to answer that. As I said, I didn't have the perspective that I do now. Just because I didn't have that many students that, uh, that I was interacting with. Um, general atmosphere well the general atmosphere was uh, was positive you know I thought it was you know you get the er, every school every set of students uh, <coughs> has their their list of gripes against the administration and so on pause button right I was saying before someone knocked at the door um, every Every student population has their kind of set of gripes against the administration, and in a way, it's part of the part of the uh, package of, of being a young person, being in a school situation. It's it's uh, everybody does that when they're a student, uh, and you kind of have to look at it and sort out 
what is just, you know, you know, late adolescent and grumbling and what is actually, um, what is actually um, uh, serious and valid issues that really need dealing with. And, um, but, um, so the general atmosphere I thought was overall very positive. Plus you had the occasional grumbling going on. Um, but I never had a, an impression different from that while I was here. Okay. Um, can you give me any examples or like life changes to estimate on what that emphasis of the academic life was back then? Hmm. No. I'm not sure I could really answer that. Do you mean... Uh, do you mean uh, what people were majoring in, or uh, do you mean uh, what do you mean? Like, were there classes for how to be um, a proper young lady, <laughs> where like you have to be noted in um, the classics, and you have to have some kind of talent in music, and you have to know how to how to walk? And oh, all and of that sort of thing. I didn't. I didn't. I never had the impression that that was what we were doing here. You know, I, uh, as you say that, I recognize recognize those traits um, from seeing movies and reading books about that kind of place. But uh, I never thought Gaucho was like that. So you think Gaucho was a bit more liberated? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think they were. At least in the time period where I was involved, maybe when the school was first founded, maybe that's part of what it was all about. Um, and in fact, the music school I was going to in Philadelphia, which was the Curtis Institute of Music, <coughs> uh, every Wednesday afternoon there was a tea that we had in the common of the of the school, and all it was was and cookies and people gather around but what it used to be decades before that was training in social graces and etiquette and so forth and that's this was just the leftover vestige of it and uh, no I never saw any of that sort of thing here at Goucher okay. um, are there any major differences between the all-female version of Goucher and the co-ed version of Goucher? Is there any differences at all that you may notice? Well, I'm sure there, I'm sure it's different. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll answer that in terms of, uh, again, socially, academically, and the general atmosphere. Um, uh, I remember when the, when the uh, co-educational aspect was, was opened up here and it seemed like a great relief to me that now we're going to you know connect with the way things are in the real world and come on board and be up to date and all those things um, so the presence of the of the male students was was very welcome and I I I can't name specific individuals just because I don't know who they would be, but I think that that was the general 
feeling at the time that it was a welcome move. <coughs> so, um, and it certainly changed things uh, socially. There was there wasn't this, you know. I guess I guess this is hard to categorize into socially and and you know the general atmosphere kind of thing, but. Um, there was some kind of strain that used to be there that was no longer there in, in the mood and the atmosphere of the place. And um, so there's that. Uh, academically, it was interesting because um, what year was that? Do you know when that? 1986. 86. Was that long ago? So, uh, in uh, in my field, which is music here, what I noticed specifically uh, from an academic standpoint was that there were a lot more people interested in playing jazz, and uh, and so the the em the emphasis and the interest in jazz. And the enrollment in the jazz classes was largely male. And um, <coughs> I find that to be interesting. You know, I don't know what sort of uh, uh, demographic uh, uh, statistic that that proves, but um, there have been some of my classes where there have been only male students in them. A couple of my jazz theory classes in the past several years have been like that. So that's, you know, that, you know, it raises the obvious question, which I would not raise myself, but um, because the obvious question would be, are more men interested in playing that music than women? Uh, the reason I wouldn't raise it myself is that despite what I've said about my own reaction and perception of things, my uh, active policy in my relations with students is to uh, disregard whether they're male or female. It has nothing to do with that. What I'm teaching them is not based on that. It's not influenced by that. It's not uh, customized toward one or the other. Um, it's all about the information and the growth of the individual and that person's education and the fulfillment of their potential, both as a human being, as a student, as a musician. All those things are what I'm looking at when I'm working with any student of any age, race, color, gender, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, um, uh, so, I would not be the person to raise that question because, in fact, in the all-male jazz theory class, someone looked around the room one day and, and one of the students said, do you notice anything strange? And uh, I said, well, what? And he said, well, there, it's all men in here. I said, oh, yeah, you're right. And, and it's sort of the same, same with the jazz ensemble um, and the jazz history class. It doesn't matter which one. It's, it's not a... It's when I'm... Here, as a teacher, I feel that I'm representing Goucher College 
every minute that I'm with the students. So there's nothing, you know, that is uh, my own personal investment that I bring into it. It's all about here I am representing the college, and that's what the students get. Not not my personality, not my preferences. Even when I give information or state a point of view, I make it clear that it's not necessarily my point of view. And my job is just to prevent, present all of the different points of view around a subject. So um, that's always been that way. Now that's a different thing from he feels strange driving onto the all-female ca female campus. You know, that's my thing. You know, and that belongs on my side and stays with me. And but for the education, it's not about that. It's completely, you know, based on the individual and what we're doing together. You know, teaching and reading. So, but um, that did come to my attention academically that. that Yes, there were more men in the classes than women sometimes. So that could be interesting to understand why that could be true. Um, I've heard it said that, uh, and I don't know if it's true either, uh, that um, that when the uh, men started arriving on the campus, that somehow the academic standards sank a little. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true, as I mentioned, but uh, or th maybe there was a fear voiced about that before it took place. Um, but somewhere that idea was lofted and floated around. And I'd be interested to know the answer to that as well. I don't know if it's true or not. <coughs> I don't know either. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, do you think everybody was welcoming of this change? Everybody felt a sense of relief? I don't know. Uh, um, I will say that, um, I don't recall any specific conversations about it. What was that? Almost 22 years ago. Um, nobody said, oh boy, we're getting male students, I'm feeling relieved now, finally, you know, we're going to break out of this thing. Um, or uh, especially, I did not hear anyone say, gee, I wish they wouldn't do this, I'm against this. I never specifically heard anybody say that. Um, but I would have to imagine that out of a faculty of, you know, I don't know how many people, that maybe there were some that were resistant to the change. I'm just guessing. What about the girls? Huh. I think I think they were for it, from what I can tell. Hmm. Uh, from what I can remember, um, I think you probably you should ask some of them <laughs> <laughs> to get the real answer to that. Um, but again, um, I think that the change was, from what I remember generally perceiving, it was met with positive anticipation when it was going.
going to happen. It seemed to me that that was the general uh, feeling that was going around among students and faculty. And, and so there's that. Okay. Um, when you say that you felt like you were driving on the campus, that you were leaving the real world behind, do you think there's a false sense of reality on the campus? Like, people weren't being, like, taught how to live in the real world. It was like their own little Gaucho world, kind of. No, I think it's probably more about me and how I felt. And uh, it's probably because because of being male myself, you know. If I were coming on an all-male campus, or if I had been a female coming to an all-female campus, maybe that wouldn't be so, be such an obvious kind of um, uh, dissonance for me, you know. Like you need to turn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of felt alienated? No, I just felt like, you know, why, why do they have to only have women here? It's, uh, you know, it's not like that everywhere. And, I maybe I've had that streak in me all my life. Uh, when I've heard about all boys or all, all girls schools, it's like, well, how are these people going to know what it's what it's really like? How does this prepare them for life, capital L? You know, because life isn't like that. You know. So you didn't see the point in separation. Well, I understand intellectually that supposedly without um, distraction of the opposite sex, that that studies could be more concentrated upon by people. So I think that was the main reason for it. Um, so maybe it's true. Maybe that does work. I don't know. There's also much intimidation. Oh yeah, intimidation. At least for the girls. Mm-hmm. Right. I've heard about that. heard about that but I never I never witnessed that to my knowledge of course how would you know if someone was sitting there feeling intimidating I can tell you why in my case what I'm saying would be accurate when I teach I call on every person in the room <clears throat> I go from the left side of the room and that person gets the first question, the next person in line gets the next question, and the next person in line gets... So there's every single person in the room has to interact with me and has to take part and has to speak up and has to formulate his, her ideas, has to verbalize them, has to, in fact, stand up for them. If I say, how do you know, or are you sure, and I do that when I'm teaching... So it's not that I say, who can answer this question? Raise your hand. Be the first one. That does not happen in my classes. And uh, so I wouldn't know about intimidation of people not wanting to raise their hand because I have this other procedure where I draw every person out. So that's why I say I've heard of such a thing, but um, it's kind of built into my classes that it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you'd still be intimidated. You're giving your answer. You're still intimidated, but you still have to answer. Mm -hmm. 
this this then would be the opportunity to learn how not to feel intimidated and to have experience of you know taking the limelight and, and, and I mean the spotlight and and uh, doing that you know that would be my my challenge to it okay so you think that um, the admission of guys to Yashua College increased interest in certain aspects of academia, for instance, the jazz? That I can speak about. I'm, I'm not sure about other uh, disciplines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. My last question for you is, do you think that the school should have stayed all-female flyer lineup? Well, I think from everything I've said, you'd think my answer would immediately be no. But I don't answer questions that way. I'm more like, well, uh, I'd like to see the statistical evidence that we have comparing the two situations, you know, and then we would know the answer to that. Um, and I haven't seen that. Uh, who knows, uh, unless that information were available. And uh, then you'd have to say better in which ways, you know. I mean, I think in terms of, in terms of, uh, you know the trend, the 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 of schools that were uh, for one or the other gender. All I I don't know. I don't think there are many left at this point. There are actually quite a few. I believe there are thirty okay. schools left that are all female. There were the seven sisters. Six of them are still all female. Hmm. I believe there are 30 of them. I, I think that around the time Goucher went color, there, there was, there were at least several others, I don't remember their names, that were also going co-ed. And that this was seen as an updating of um, academic situation and bringing it out of some archaic system that no longer met our needs and had been outworn. And, and um, so there was this sense that going co-ed was the modern thing to do. And, and again, that's the other side of, the, of the, the argument, you know. I don't know the first side, which is it was better before statistically. I honestly don't know. Um, if, if I had to give a quick answer, I would say yes, I think it is better because of the balance of energies in the environment and the more realistic um, presentation of society as it is outside the campus so that people can learn how to deal with 
relationships in the real world right here without being secluded, sequestered, and, and set away from them, except for occasional visits by boyfriends and so on. So um, in that way, it seems better to me. As for the uh, academic side, I don't know what the statistics are on that. I'd be interested to know. Um, so you think that Goucher went co-ed because it was the modern thing to do? You don't think, or you may not know, but if you had to guess, um, that Goucher went co-ed possibly because low enrollment, money, I believe that's why a lot of college went co-ed, mm -hmm. low enrollment, lack of funds. Yeah, you're right, that's a good point. Um, I don't know the story, but uh, I understand that that had a lot of lot to do with uh, the motivation of many other schools, at least, to go co-ed. Yeah, I think that was definitely definitely an issue. I don't know if it's true for Goucher so much, but I bet it is. If I went back to, to look, I would find that information on that. Okay. Yeah. So you don't think the motivation for Goucher was money, but that it was a modern thing well, to do, something that they should do. That was that that was again my overall impression. I'm sure there was more to it. I think money probably did have something to do with it. But I don't know for sure until I read the newspapers, read the you know, reports from the board of directors and all that sort of thing. I, w I wouldn't really have a way to know that. Okay. So you think that just to wrap things up that Goucher College is um, better off as a co-ed school because you think that um, it kind of gives you a more sense of reality, the real world, how to interact with other people, deal with things, mm -hmm. and not be intimidated. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's it. That was very interesting.